I'm Jen. And I'm Yvonne. And welcome to Good to the Last Bite. We're just two homemakers and best friends answering the daily question, what's for dinner? Oh, wow, what a unique question. Yes, so uncommon. Nobody asked that question. <laughs> Nobody. Join us as we talk about life and the journey to step out of the box. And enjoying it to the last bite. Welcome back to Good to the Last Bite. It's so good to be back. Yes, it's so nice to be back. We were literally just back like five minutes ago recording and we realized that my audio wasn't recording. So look at that. Here we go. Round two of the same episode. <laughs> Yvonne, it's so good to see you. It's so good to see you. Um, yeah, yeah. This is a little bit like deja vu is happening right now. <laughs> Exactly. We were just saying how it feels like we were just talking yesterday because you and I talk all the time, but now we are repeating the same conversation. Thankfully, we didn't get too far into the recipe and into the food. But before we get started with anything, Avon, what's for dinner today? (laughs) All right. So we're, we're changing things up a little bit. I am not necessarily cooking like a dinner. It can be a dinner. Um, It is also just like, it could be extra dinners, you know, it could be a couple of meals, but I have right here next to me one of our friends who raised chickens and then we helped process them and butcher them. I have several whole chickens that came okay. from them. So we're very grateful for them. But the thing is, all of them are whole because that's right. all we did. Um, so I've had to learn some of the tricks of the trade to cook a whole chicken rather than pieces of it because it's yeah okay yeah in the grocery stores it's a lot more common in general to buy the pieces of the chicken it's convenient because i can stick it in like the night before and cook it up and then i can have chicken ready for any other meals like chicken pot pie or chicken and dumplings which is another episode that hopefully we'll be doing yeah we i have a family of four or i would say two and a half two adults and two Young children. <laughs> yeah. So that's good. Um, one chicken, like a one five pound chicken, can feed both of us or all of us, I guess, probably two meals. Yeah. And not be extremely meat heavy, but we'll still have meat in there. Tonight, I am using an Instapot to do it. Okay. We're just going to kind of talk through how I kind of season the whole chicken and then stick it in the Instapot and cook it so easy sounds great that sounds so delicious and i mean like you said the nice thing about a roasted chicken is it can be used as a meal but on its own to serve with vegetables or all those like that kind of thing or like you said be strategic and use it for multiple things yes it's, and so that's that's really great that's great and that's a good thing to learn too i've never used an instapod oh i've never i've never learned. i was very slow to the game of getting an instapod and i think i've had it about two and a half years now but I okay. I did not let go of my other old crock pot until last year. Like that was when I was like, wow. okay, you know what? I do so much in this Instapot. I'm just like, I don't need this. This is another piece of equipment that's taking up a lot of space and I'll just use my Instapot. And I haven't regretted it. Oh, that's good. That's important <laughs> to know. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know, that's would be the hard thing is people getting rid of their slow cooker as yes. opposed to that. Well, okay. So here's why I haven't regretted it. I haven't regretted it because I got rid of the like my big slow cooker. It was a really large okay. one. I can't remember what the size was exactly. It could fit a whole chicken or maybe even a small turkey. Like it was a big. It was a big. <laughs> oh, one. that's yeah. It was, yeah, it was yeah. big. So I kept 
one of my smaller crock pots. And I'm really, really glad I did because now that's my, oh, my friends are sick. Let me make a meal in this crock pot and leave it with you. And in fact, I got to get a crock pot that I think from somebody else. (laughs) But So I think somebody has it. But yeah, I live in a townhouse and so like there's very limited cupboard space and being just married over like just over a year ago we've we had to condense our kitchens together because you know we were both long-term adults at the time by the time we got married (laughs) not just you know out of college and so there we have so much kitchen stuff I don't have a room even for an instant pot. I have I have room for my rice cooker because that's important as being as somebody who lived in Asia for so long, having yes. a good rice cooker. But I'd rather have a rice cooker than an instant pot. But I think of one day, maybe I'll, I'll uh, you know, bow into the idea of having an instant pot and seeing how I take advantage. I also don't have any children. So that's my time is... My time is more my own, even though like I need to learn to work on balance and things like that. But I have more time to be able to sit and cook meals as opposed to yes. someone who has two kids who has to walk and catch them all and keep an eye on them all the time. Right. Yeah. yeah. And you know what? Funny that you mentioned the rice cooker. I have a rice cooker also. But several people yeah. were like, you need an Instapot because it makes excellent rice. And I was like, my rice cooker makes excellent rice. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I, I'm not. Yeah. I'm not upgrading to an Instapot for a rice no. cooker. Like that's not what I'm doing here. But I like the convenience of how quickly it can cook something. So, yeah, if, for totally. example, you can cook a frozen chicken. I think it's like 13 minutes per pound. 13 to 15 minutes per pound for a frozen wow. chicken in your Instapot. That's amazing. So it's still fast, like a frozen one. That's faster than cooking it in the oven. And you yeah. know, you just stick it in there. It still takes some time, but it cuts a lot but of time still, out. From yeah. frozen, that makes it even more convenient for people who need it. That's wonderful. Um, just before we keep going and starting talking about everything else that we want to talk about and hear more about the recipe, yeah. just for everybody, I want to just say thank you guys so much for your comments about uh, different things that you might suggest about the podcast, noticing the sound differences. Avon and I have been really paying attention, trying to learn about how to edit a set, the sound quality of our podcast and making sure that me being here in Ontario, Canada, and her being in Ohio the in the U.S., trying to make sure the balance of the sound is the same. And we're working really hard on it. And I understand that sometimes... I walk away from the microphone a little bit, maybe. (laughs) But we're still trying to learn the balance of trying to figure out how to do it. And so thank you guys for your patience. And we're hopefully going to be working on it more and more. And any advice or input that you have about this or even other other recipe ideas or suggestions you have to improve the sound quality or even what we're doing on the podcast, email at email us. We have an sure. email account yeah. which is goodlastbite at gmail.com. That's goodlastbite at gmail.com. Yeah. And let us know because we we need help because we're brand new at this. This is us <laughs> stepping outside our comfort zone. Way out. I've never edited anything. So I and I don't know how to change sound very well. Like it's not and it's not anything that we either of us are experts no, at. No. So still learning. Please to give us constructive feedback not any trolling and not any like mean stuff but yeah. just like constructive criticism yep. we appreciate it <laughs> very very much and it's just really helpful because 
just like us sharing our recipes and our lives, we want you guys to share with us and maybe you have some skill in that area that you can help us with. So please reach out to us and help us get better at this because we're working on it, but we don't know everything. No, we do not. We are definitely just learning it all ourselves. Yeah, very uh, much so. Yeah. So, Yvonne, what are you up to now? Yeah. So you've got the chicken out, but what's, what's next? Yes, um, I have the chicken just sitting next to me. I haven't touched it just yet because I okay. wanted to get the aromatics ready first. If you've been with us for a little while, we've talked about how it is important to let things kind of like season and the aromas, like you need part of that to just create a whole totally. rounded meal. So... My aromas, like aromatherapy for this chicken right now, I have a couple cloves of garlic, but two of them are really tiny, so it's really more like two regular sized ones. I'm going to do half an onion, and then I have one carrot, and I chopped the onion up only in like quarters, so in little chunks. Right. No fine yeah. chopping or anything. I'm not even going to chop the garlic. I'm just leaving it as it is, and I'm not peeling my carrot. I cut the nope, end off, I don't either. and that's all going to be part of the aromas. Actually, I think I might chop the carrot just a little bit to make sure it does fit inside of the chicken. But these are right. going to go in the chicken. Another thing that is really good to add is a lemon if you happen to have it. I also enjoy adding rosemary. I'm not totally. I'm, yeah, I'm not adding any because I just realized that I'm completely out of rosemary. Oh, no, I know. I had a whole bag full, but I'm going to add like half of a lemon, these, this carrot, the onions, and the garlic, and I'm going to put them in the chicken. Not yet. I'm going to wait, but I wanted to right. get this stuff cut and out of the way so that I am ready for them. Yeah, that sounds like a great combination of flavors. A little sweetness from the, the carrot will really go nicely with the, well, the sweetness of the onion as well as the garlic, though. That, that's a good combination of things. Yeah, and it's just a very it, aromatherapy. Like I said, you could put celery in if you wanted to. Just trying Lemon, to... like you said, is a great one. Yeah. I know some people cook their their, roast, their chickens on a beer can, like with the the, the flavor of the bean. I've never done that. Still. Maybe one of these days we'll have to try that. That would be yeah. very yeah. interesting. I also know people who take the whole, like, the whole bulb of garlic and cut the top off and so that the cloves are exposed and they, they just stuff that whole thing in the chicken oh, wow. or the turkey. I guess it depends on how big the opening of the chicken is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. I've never yeah. thought to do that, but I guess you could. I think truthfully, how I learned to do all of this is from the first turkey that I made. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Looking up like dozens of recipes and figuring it out. So I just took what I learned from making a turkey for Thanksgiving and put it chickens because i hadn't done that you know yeah no totally exactly the like the, the, the portions are maybe a little bit different yeah but it's still the same idea and it's a similar flavored meat so you want to be able to you want to you know take advantage of that and so that's really a good idea i really like chicken that way so it's that's nice yeah you'll just stuff them into the chicken and then you'll yeah. add other seasoning i'm assuming afterward yep to the I will. outside of it so i have my instapot ready to go and then i have a oh is it a trivet is that what it's called it's um, oh i don't know it's the little metal piece that comes with it that keeps the meat or keeps the food off the bottom oh. of it. It just kind of like yeah, elevates yeah, it a little. Is. So I have that yep. in there and ready to go. Now, I'm going to start with my chicken. Okay. Has anybody ever heard of a little mushroom called a truffle? Oh, yeah. I mean, yes, very much so. Yeah. 
Well, you lived yeah. in you lived in Europe, so I'm sure you got a lot more. Did you? Did you experience probably more truffle than you do in Canada? I mean, it's not really my cup of tea that regularly, but I've had like a lot of truffle oiled like right. pastas, maybe, or you know, like that kind of thing. It's just not normally the first thing I gravitate toward, but it is still very good. I just don't ever think about well, it. Well, my my family does not like it, honestly. I bought no. this truffle oil. <laughs> oh, it's from Italy, actually. Product of Italy. Oh, wow. Look at you there. That's exciting. I didn't even realize that. So it's black truffle olive oil. I just bought it kind of for fun to see how it would go with the flavors. And my family does not love it. However, I have found using a little bit of it as a flavor, like as the olive oil um, on the chicken really brings out a lot of flavor in it right of course yeah so i've not had like a whole truffle necessarily i just have no, this no, olive no. oil yeah so, yeah infused olive oil is such a great way to get like enhanced flavors of anything like in italy i would get a lot of uh, like infused olive oil with chili or they would they would also like heat up the olive oil which is what i do when i make like different passes and stuff which you can talk about that whenever we get to maybe a preview of maybe when i make my marinara or where i make some kind of pasta later yeah. on in the future but so they put like peppers like chili flakes or chili peppers in it or garlic and they also sometimes take just olive oil and they stick rosemary like fresh rosemary in it and then infuse it with that as well so yeah. it just adds like another way of bringing those flavors out so that sounds wonderful with chicken i think that yeah. would be very nice yeah it, it is very nice so i'm just rubbing it all on yeah. the skin of the chicken i'm going to flip it over and try not to get my gooey chicken hands on <laughs> that is one That's thing you do need to be very careful with i mean with any meat but poultry especially is a big one that you need to be very careful that you're making sure you're washing your hands, you're cleaning your utensils, your yeah. chicken for sure. You have to have it cooked all the way through. There's no leeway with any of that stuff. No. It's not like beef. Where you can have a little bit of red in the inside or a little bit bloody, you know, that kind of stuff. But chicken, you don't want that. No. So no, you don't. no, for sure. Okay. Then what I'm going, I've just kind of coated the whole thing. And now what I'm going to do is I'm just going to take salt and kind of like sprinkle liberally. Yeah, very liberally, right? Sprinkle liberally. <laughs> it's funny. I was just thinking about it too while you were sharing about what you were putting inside and the different seasoning. I always remind myself that you have to over season what you assume when it comes to chicken, I think. I mean, I don't mean like so much salt that it's like a salty flavor, but I always, I used to always under season with whatever spices I was making with it. If it was like rosemary or oregano, whatever it was, I would always lose that flavor because I just didn't add enough. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's a, yeah. it's a thing. If you're really fancy, you could do a brine. Um, yeah. But I'm not going to be this fancy on hand. <laughs> no, does it, it doesn't need it. No, right? it doesn't. So I'm using salt and a little bit of pepper, but also an herb. Well, actually, it's not. It's called Herbs de Provence seasoning mix. Herbs de Provence. Yeah. Oh, see, I don't. I'm American <laughs> and I don't speak French, so. Herbs, no, that's the name. 
It's the name in every language. It's Herb de Provence. Provence. See, I didn't know that. Okay. Every episode, it seems like we have one moment of language differences. It's that we so talk funny. About. New letter. Okay. Speaking of which, just before you keep going, it is called a trivet. I looked it up while we were ah, looking. Good. The meat inside an instant pot is called a trivet. trivet. So okay. look, there we go. We're learning words. Yay. <laughs> um, yeah. So the ingredients in the Herbs de Provence is thyme, basil, fennel seed, savory, rosemary, tarragon, marjoram, and lavender. That sounds so good. Yeah. So good. So I'm just going to add yeah. that. And it goes so well with the truffle oil. Like, so, oh, I can imagine. So, well. so that makes it really great for that purpose. I forgot to sprinkle a little bit of pepper, so let me do that really quickly. When I make my chicken, I tend to use a similar a similar mixture of it. It really depends on the type of chicken, like uh, if I'm doing a whole chicken. Usually, a lot of time with whole chicken, I do leave it very, very simple because mm-hmm. I like the chicken flavor from a roasted chicken as opposed to like if I'm roasting like drumsticks or legs or yeah. the breast by itself i like i always they're all different but ta- uh, rosemary is always a definite definite one i like to have but that com- herb de provence it sounds like a great idea i might give that a try next time yeah i'm stuffing my garlic and onions and carrots inside of the chicken and i have half of my lemon here as well i did just kind of mm. give it a squeeze around the chicken just for a little yep essence of lemon there and i'm going to pick the whole chicken up and stick it into the instant pot nice i guess lemon pepper would be another good option of another season if you want to go with that if you like the real lemon flavor of chicken Uh, lemon pepper is a a new season i've kind of picked up in the last two or three years that i really enjoy so it's a another way if you don't have any lemon maybe yeah yeah no it's a it's a good idea so you just basically put it in the Instapot and then yeah, that's it? I did. I put it in the Instapot. So the general rule of thumb, I think, for a fresh chicken or a thawed-out chicken is probably six minutes per pound-ish. Wow. So this one will cook for approximately 30 minutes because it's a five-pounder. Might have to. It's a little over five pounds. So I may have to do a little bit longer. But hopefully not. Because you'd rather do a little longer than a little under, of course. Of course. That's exactly yeah. what we're talking yeah. about before. So, yeah. You want to be safe. Area of caution. You know, with my husband, he's always like, when it's chicken, if it says 20 minutes, do it for 25 minutes. <laughs> That's what Just be on that, that ex, just extra careful. Just extra. You know, how to yeah. Do. With an Instapot, you have to have a little bit of, like, liquid at the bottom. So I'm going to add okay. one cup of water. I'm just going to kind of pour it underneath. I, what I probably should have done is poured it first, but I didn't do that. So I'm kind of trying That's to okay. pour it around the chicken and try not to get all the seasoning off of the chicken. I guess you could use other things like chicken broth if you wanted or maybe even white some white wine. Is that kind of like, it depends, I guess, on what kind of flavors you're going for. It depends, yeah. And also, you do have to check kind of the rules for Instapots because sometimes like the tomato based things they don't do as well in an instapot okay like you you can still do it but it's not like i don't know there's there's some science behind it but tomato based things don't cook as well and you don't necessarily want to use dairy like you want to add dairy after it's pressurized yeah 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 so this one doesn't have any dairy in it it's just meat and i would stick it in 
my Instapot, push high, probably, pressure cook and high, and set the timer for 30 minutes. Oh, that's wonderful. Yeah. And you're done. Like, wow. once it gets to that 30-minute timer, the timer will go off. And then it just slowly depressurizes. So you need to probably leave at least 15 minutes to naturally let it release before you let all the air out. But guys, that is it. That's so amazing. I've really, like I said, I've never used an instant pot or a pressure cooker of any kind, really. And I've just never really ventured there. So there's so much. It sounds like it's a lot of, like, there's a science to it Um, to make it, like, really work effectively. It's really, I mean, it's not bad, but you do want to take from other people just to make sure you have, like, kind of the right times going. Yeah, yeah. Like, I've cooked lentils in it several times. It's It cooks them so fast. And instead of, like, having lentils, it was basically just a smoothie. Like, it was just... Oh, yeah. That's too bad. (laughs) There were no lentils left. So you do have to be kind of cautious about the times and um, the temperatures. Mashed lentils sounds very unenjoyable. Yeah. (laughs) Or any... It pretty mushy. It was so deceptive too because it looked like lentils on the top, like regular lentils. And then as soon as Ah. I put the spoon in, I was like, "What is happening? This is okay." (laughs) But I think also, like in general, like baking, roasting a chicken in the oven, like it that takes like two to three hours depending on the size chicken, depending on the temperature. I think at four hundred, it's like two and a half to three hours. I I could be wrong, but I think from that from what I remember, I might have also been using my Dutch oven, which is another whole whole different thing. But you have to be very particular to make sure that the chicken gets to like the right temperature, using an like internal thermometer as well if you want to make sure it's like really done correctly because you don't want to mess that up like no, we talked no. about before you, so you and but this seems like another way that you could have roast chicken in the middle of the week if you had to work and then come home and you still make roast chicken yep. from a thawed chicken it takes a half an hour or just over 45 minutes which is where we want to be with our men- our meals don't we yeah yeah it's so yeah. this one will be you know it'll be good to the last bite we'll enjoy it for yeah. several meals <laughs> Oh, that's so great. Yeah. And like, I think there's so many options that you can do with a roasted chicken. Like, or if you go to the grocery store and you buy a del, one of those deli chicken, pre-roasted ones that you can get from the deli section. I know my mother-in-law makes fried rice, chicken fried rice with that, like deli chicken. Oh, yeah. That's a good idea. So like... There's so many options of when it comes to a, a roasted chicken that we've talked about a few of them. And, and Avon is only going to get an opportunity to use her roasted chicken to make uh, some other meals later on for us here on the, sh- oh, on, yeah. on, on the yeah. show. And I'm so excited about that. Looking forward to that for sure. I can't believe that it will. That it just takes a half an hour. That blows my mind. <laughs> Not even. <laughs> but like, don't, like 15 yeah, minutes. I guess. <laughs> really. We've just kept that's, talking. That's, yeah. I know. It's amazing. It's so good. Well, I guess that's I guess that's it for this week. That's so good. Yeah. So I guess this is just the beginning part of it. Uh, in the next time you cook, what are you going to be making with the chicken? Because I think that's what you told yeah. me. Yeah. Um, so I it. think the next plan for the chicken is going to be chicken and dumplings. So oh, wonderful! Yeah. So we'll get to hear that in two weeks. Yeah. I guess there'll be a there'll be a, a gen gen cooking in between, but uh, yeah. I'll be cooking next week. But that, that, that's so something to look forward to. I'm yes. really excited. I love chicken and dumplings. Oh. Courtesy so of good. my great great grandma, Grandma Kate. Oh, how <laughs> how exciting! That's so good. Well, I want to thank everybody for joining us again this week. This was a little a little bit of a twist to uh, 
our normal our normal week but we still cooked and we made something for dinner so that's good yes. and yeah uh, please everybody like i said before uh email us at goodlastbite at gmail.com and give us some recipe ideas or any suggestions that you might have we will try our best to get back to you which we probably will because we don't get lots of emails right now but please email <laughs> us let us know or also follow us on instagram at goodlastbite yeah just kind of opportunity that we can interact together so come follow us on instagram and like i said give us an email and thank you so much for joining us yes, and thank you so much you enjoy and let us know if you make a roasted chicken through an instapot let us know we'd love to hear from you yeah. so uh, have a nice week everybody yeah. and we'll see you next thank time you. bye, bye. bye.